play on 20 this. minutes of D every day. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> sunlight, people. Sunlight. <sighs> You're like, 20 minutes is too long. <laughs> That's a lot of D. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcoming back to your ear holes, your hosts for the Basically Being Better podcast, Rachel and Abby. And welcome back to Basically Being Better. I'm Rachel. And I'm Abby. And tonight we're going to be talking about burnout. Tonight. Tonight. Okay, cool. Is it tonight? Well, it is, but like, someone could be listening to this in the morning. Okay. Okay. In this episode, we're going to be talking (laughs) about burnout. I just feel like it's like, and tonight. (laughs) On Love Island. (laughs) Yes. Okay, I need to get better at that. I don't think you do it very often, do you? Probably every time now. Anyway, what are we talking about? Burnout. Burnout. Okay, but before we do, <laughs> do you have a recent reco? I do not. Oh, no. I, I have two the... quick questions. Okay, what are your quick questions? <laughs> okay, my first quick question is, I am running out of the body wash I use, which is like the body wash bar that uh, Etique uses. Etique? Good work. Uh, has yeah. Good, are you good working my pronunciation? Yes. Okay. Cool. Because um, I can't change my habit. <laughs> um, I feel like it's like saying it's. I feel like I'm being uh, intense by saying it the right way. Like, yes. Teak is the right way of saying it. Why is it that? It's mm. like um. Okay. Is it Lululemon? It's Lululemon, right? Yeah. Okay. So my. <laughs> see now I'm. I'm freaking out about that. Um, my old flatmate used to say Lululemon. Oh, Lululemon, that's posh. I know, it's posh as, but I'm like, that's not it, bro. It's real, like, just Lululemon. <laughs> Do you know when, like, when they first started coming out, this is quite embarrassing, I, like, saw the combination of the words together, but I didn't really put them, like, I didn't read it properly, so in right. my head I always thought it was Lemon Moon. Lemon Moon? Yeah. <laughs> You basically just didn't read it. No. <laughs> I saw the letters, read them my own way. Oh, yeah, Lemon Moon. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, but at least you weren't walking around going, yeah, I've got Lululemon on. <laughs> and I'm like, Lululemon. But I felt really, because I didn't, like, I wasn't, like, like, her friend enough to be like, bro, like, is Lululemon, like, you're still... Uh, cooler than me. Yeah, yeah, I can't correct this. I can't correct this. Yeah. That's hard. Um, anyway, body wash. Yes, body wash. Mm, you're running out? Yes, I'm running out. And I was wondering what sort of body wash you use. Oh, I use the same one, uh, the Etique body wash bars. I'm just in the market for a new... You want to switch it I up? I want to switch it up, you know. I've used this one for like six months now, like yeah. this, this flavour brand. What flavour? I tried the, the purple one and the green one. Oh, I haven't tried the purple one. I flipped between the green one and the other one, the orange one. Oh, I haven't tried the orange one. Maybe I should try the orange one. Switch up the flavours. <laughs> <laughs> Do you just get them from farmers? Yeah, yeah. which is so easy. Mm. 
it is easy. Mm. I yeah, I I know. Sometimes I just want a liquid body wash. Well, do you know what? Also at Benin today, they've got liquid body wash. <sighs> but that means I have to figure out what another I'm container. Put it in. <laughs> yeah, I know. It is tricky the container situation. I could buy like a reusable big pump, like pump through the bottle or something yeah. from Benin. Yeah. And just have that in my shower as yeah. my shower gel. And refill it. Yeah. I know what you mean. We've got this one bottle of um, like liquid body wash that we take when we go away because taking the soap's too hard. Mm. And sometimes I use that because oh. sometimes you just want a liquid body yeah. wash. Exactly. Yeah. No, uh, I also like smelling nice. Like yeah. I like smelling. Like I have a shower, <laughs> and I often get out and I feel like I obviously don't smell like sweat and bo anymore. But you don't have. I don't that. have like a. You know when you when you used to have like a body wash and it'd be like intense. Yeah, when yeah. You got out. But is it also because we made the switch from like regular products to like non-toxic products and the smell isn't a big thing i don't know i haven't tried many like yeah different yeah body probably washes. but sometimes i want just like a slightly more i don't want like a full-on body wash smell because someone at work the other day had like had like a perfume on and that obviously that's a car that is a car alarm um it obviously that I used to it smelled good, but I got like a headache sitting mm. near them because it was so strong. I know, right? It's funny how you notice these things as soon as you stop like, yeah. using them. Yeah, and I was like, "Whoa, this perfume is intense." Yeah, mm. yeah. Like it, mean. I mean, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't like it was just a bit overpowering. It was overpowering. Yeah, yeah. Mm. No, definitely know what you mean. Oh, yeah. give give the give the liquid one a go. Yeah, maybe I will. Maybe that's my uh, thing I'll do yeah. at some point in the near future. Yeah. You could also buy, like, a bottle of liquid one, like a nice one from the supermarket, and then once you've used that up, refill it. Yeah, and then I'll know how much is in it. Yeah, and then you can... It's actually a good idea. And then you can try one. Yeah. And be like, do I like this? Because I like the only good ones. Yes, they're nice. Mm. Yeah. But I don't want to keep buying refills for them. No. Funny they had a refill station. Yeah, that would be amazing. I agree. And I like the hand wash as well. Yes. Mm. It's really nice. Sort it out only good. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> refill stations for everyone. Yeah. Oh, that's a good quick question. Um, do you want to ask me your quick question? Okay. I've got two. Mm. Um, first one is, how come like people's laughs don't have an accent like you know when you hear people that normally like have an accent when they're talking and then they laugh and you're like oh that's just a laugh laughs don't have accents <laughs> have you noticed this before no when were you noticing this i noticed it this afternoon when i was listening to like a video of a lady that had quite a strong accent and then she laughed i'm like <laughs> She doesn't have an accent when she laughs. And I've never paid attention to it. And now but nobody has accents when they laugh. Exactly. Why don't what? laughs have accents? Probably because they're just the, the, they're the just same in every language. Isn't that just... I don't know. I find that mind Well, it's like when Pete switches to French, he has like a French voice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But when he's speaking English, he has his weird like... Mixed voice. Mixed voice. Yeah. Yeah. 
But your laugh doesn't change. Your laugh just stays the same. I think it's same. because it's the same in every language. It's not. It's not something. There's no difference. Yeah. yeah, probably, probably. I just never noticed it before. Like ha 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 is ha 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 in every language. Yeah, and it's more of like a sound than like a, a talking as a sound too. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> Your laughter doesn't have an Oh, I don't know. Anyway, that was my little afternoon that's a, pondering. That's a good... Was that a shower thought? Yeah. Yes! It was. Uh, are you just saying that to make me happy? No, it was. Oh, yes. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. I'm very happy for you having yeah. a shower thought. Thanks. <laughs> Um, what's your other quick question? Okay, this one is, I don't know how it's going to go, because basically, okay, quick question, Rachel. What was it? I put it underneath my burn it, burn it, um, post-it note, so it is, um, adult friendships, right? Yes. What do you constitute as a friend at our age, like, like, 29, 30-ish, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're saying, like... Early 20s, early 30s. Are you asking, like, you've met someone... This is sounding... This is sounding (laughs) like a... Like a dating type situation. I met someone... Well, it's the only scenarios I have because I've met my love love, love of my life for the rest of my life or, like, forever ago. So I only meet friends. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You meet someone, you hang out with them a couple of times, and then you're like, oh, yeah, we're friends. Or, Or is it, like... Do you have to have the talk? Be like, are we friends? Now? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I have no idea. I'm not even sure. No, I see. Sometimes I wonder, wonder if you do need to have the like, are we friends? Our talk because um, I sometimes wonder, like, are we friends? Is it us? Yeah. <laughs> or have I forced myself upon Rachel in such a way that she cannot get rid of me? I think we were both like, oh, another person, <laughs> and just another person in this world. Another person with similar beliefs and values. Let's be friends. Right. I feel what happened was you were doing your own thing, like living your life. And I was like, that chick's cool. I'm going to force myself into her life. And so I started like going, let's go for walks. I'll walk you up a big hill. Like, I'll take do you, you like wine? Let's go have a wine tasting. Well, like- it's so hard when you, I feel like it's so hard when you get to this age and you're like, oh, am I like, should I ask them to do something? Do they want to? Yeah. Oh my gosh, do they like me? Yeah, yeah. And do you go, do you decide, like, that person's going to be my friend? Or do you just, like, let it happen organically? <laughs> I don't know, because also with a friendship, you've got to, like, you've got to put the effort in. Yeah, and you've got to have it both sides. And yeah, Exactly, it can't be one-sided. And also, if you don't put the effort in, it could have been a friendship that maybe didn't happen. Yeah. I don't know. But, like... Making friends is hard. It is. It is hard. But also, it's hard, like, I don't know, sometimes, because a lot of my friends are, like, that I constitute in my friend group are from high school, Mm. where we were forced to hang out with each other for five years straight in the same classroom, so we ended up being friends, and now we're just like, there's so much history there that we're friends. Yeah, yeah. Like, if I met them at work... Like, for the first time ever, I don't know. I'm sure we would be. They're nice people, but, like... Yeah, it's On different, the same level. Yeah, and, like, different stages, you have different friends as well throughout your life. Yeah. 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 I know what you mean. I don't know how to answer your question. 
pondering this the other yeah, day. Yeah, it is a good pondering. It's yeah. very good pondering. And it's hard, like, the other thing is... <laughs> Why are you giggling again? I don't leave the house much. <laughs> I know, I know. And then I feel like I am forcing my friendship upon you because I'm like... Rachel only leaves the house when I make her. <laughs> no, if it wasn't for you, I would never leave the house. Like, I am grateful. <laughs> like, Rachel, we're doing a gin date, and I'm saying the date, so you have to do yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, that's what has to happen with me. Like, just tell me, and I'll be there, and I will want to be there, but I won't set it up. <laughs> Unless you know, as long as, as long as your friend knows where you stand. Yeah. Yeah. You're good. Yeah. <laughs> that's a tough question. Okay, how many quick questions left to go? That's my two. You've I've got, got one. one. Okay, <laughs> this is just a quick question episode, guys. Um, okay. <laughs> do you wa- do you wash your socks inside oh, no. out or in the other in the right way? Oh no. I feel I feel like anxiety oh. when you ask me washing questions. No, this isn't a judging question. This is <laughs> I don't know the answer. The best way to do it. I just wash them however they end up in the washing basket. Yeah. See yeah, okay, cool. I'm not turning all my socks one way. Yeah, see, I've got issues and I do that. <laughs> what? But the main reason I do it... What? So you turn every sock inside out? No, not inside out. I wash them the right way. Like, okay. The right way. But the main reason I do it is I'm thinking ahead. Oh, you're a planner. Yeah. Okay. So I'm thinking ahead to folding them and I'm like, yes. oh, this will save me doing it later. Yes, yes, I feel yeah. But Jono brought up a good point today and he's mm. like, why don't we wash them inside out? Because that's where all your sweats got on the most area. Yeah, that's where your, all, your, all your toe jams are. Exactly. So, well, okay, this is okay. I, I'm sorry I was rude earlier. I think actually... <laughs> That I do, I just chuck them in there. I don't do it then. Yeah. Like, putting the washing in the washing machine is hard enough. Yeah, I agree. When I do flip them around the right way, because generally you have to pull your sock off and it's inside out. Yes. So I just chuck it in inside out. And then when I pull them around the other way, it's when I'm hanging them on the line, because then when I get to the folding scenario, I don't have to. And yes, we both fold our socks because we... Marie Kondo that shit. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes. Hmm. Yeah, just another pondering of the day. Um, because when... Uh, this is very interesting because when I was listening to that gut book last week, um, she was talking about bacteria and all that sort of stuff and washing your clothes and you should wash undies and socks on a hot wash to kill the bacteria. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. I... Very rarely use a hot wash. The hot tap is not connected to my washing machine. (laughs) So my socks are still full of bacteria. So it wouldn't matter if they're inside out. Uh, Is soap not enough to do that? (laughs) I I don't don't know. So many unanswered questions. I'm like mildly tempted to get a tool of some description. Because the reason the hot tap is not hooked up to our washing machine is basically we can't turn the tap on. Oh, yeah. So I need to get like the... Wrench. The crescent wrench, because yeah. I know my tools, and like yank it round. Open it. Yeah. Okay. Previously, we did not have a crescent wrench. My dad bought it for me, which is not like, yeah, it's just the life I live. Yeah. <laughs> Who else better to buy your tools than your dad? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. So, since listening to the um, book, I've decided I'm going to hot wash your hot socks. Hot wash my socks. Okay. 
Okay, I think I'm gonna. I might try that too. Then you know, pull pull them all out. Um, another thing, I might try washing them inside out. <laughs> do these two combos and see how. Yeah, they work. well, that is the thing. You're gonna have to do them separate wash to the rest of the rest situation. Of the situation. That's fine though. Yeah. A sock wash. Well, uh, maybe like a sock. Undie and sport gears wash. Yeah. And then like yes. a work. And then they get really washed. Yeah. Because I always do all the sports stuff separately anyway. Yeah. Do you do a whites and a darks? Nah. Nah, neither. Don't even know what that shit is for. <laughs> <laughs> the only time like I like don't put something in is when it's like something like quite nice and I don't want to risk it getting ruined. Yeah. And yeah. then I'll do that by itself. Yeah. 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 So, 10 minutes of washing chat. <laughs> Is that our new segment? <laughs> Maybe. Um, I've got an instant inspo, and then let's go into it. Cool. Right, so, it is from At Home Body Club, which is an Australian Instagram. They've got loads of lots of, in- loads of lots of inspo, and they're like, they've got a vibe. I'm liking it. They do that thing where they do like a picture and then a quote and then a picture uh, and then a quote and then a picture and a quote and then their tiles look really cool. Man, imagine if we did that. <laughs> we can definitely barely post. Um, so, and it is a quote from Don McGill, oh, Jesus Christ, Don McGill Ruizzi. Oh. Yeah, it's going to take me 10 years to find it. <laughs> that one there. Oh, yep. Yeah. No, you did well. Okay. Uh, and it says, Every time I judge someone, I reveal an unhealed part of myself. That's got power in it. Yeah. I already told Rachel, so her, sh- oh. her shock and awe was way better the first time. Sorry, guys. <laughs> but that is... She basically dropped the mic from the last time. <laughs> It's a very good one. Yeah. Like, when I think about it, I'm like, judge in what way? It's quite confronting. It is very confronting. I'm a very judging person. I have a lot of unhealed stuff. But there's also different types of judging, right? Yeah. Like, there's judging situations that you, like, not in, so can't really, like, relate to. Mm. But you're judging them in that situation that way. And then there's, like, judging... Like, something that you can relate to. Mm. And that's what that's kind of referring to, is it? If you're judging something that you're like, oh, I don't like that, and then, oh my gosh, I do that. Or, or yeah, or there's something, something like, 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 like even, or if you, like, body shame someone in your mind, mm. like, when you see something, you're like, oh my god, she looks amazing. And then you realise that there's, like, or you, you, like, make a judgment about someone's yeah. tummy or yeah. nose or something like that. And it could be, like, an unhe- unhealed, like, thing that is in your Yeah, mind. yeah, something that's been an issue for you that you've yes. focused. So you're focusing in on that. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's a really good instance, Bo. Yeah. It didn't spoke me. Nice. <laughs> good work. Go follow them. At Homebody Club. They're good. Um, I have a recent reco. What? You said you didn't. I do. I have a recent reco. I didn't have an instance though. Oh, all right. Sorry, I jumped ahead then. No, I just remembered. Um, Okay, so my recent reco is I brought some shoes 
And they are by a Scandinavian company called Woden. W-O-D-E-N. Woden. Anyway, I have only worn them twice, but both times I enjoyed wearing them. (laughs) (laughs) So they're new. Uh, But anyway, the company. I like them and I brought them because... (laughs) Sustainability is really, really high on their list of priorities mm-hmm. and um, they're ethically made as well and all that is really transparent on their website and when you search them. Um, but the shoes, they make them out of like, they've tried to reduce all the synthetic fibres, as many of the synthetic fibres that are used in making shoes as possible. That's cool. I know. So I had a hand movement there, but I decided against it. <laughs> I liked it. I appreciate <laughs> like, it. <laughs> Even if no one else can see it. <laughs> it was a half formed because I was like, nobody can see it. What's the point? It's cool. Um, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So they're, they and use... they look real cool. Yeah, I think they look pretty cool. And they're like, not leather, but leather, right? Well, they're made out of fish leather. Oh. I know. Doesn't that sound gross? But So they're not vegan? No, not vegan. Fish leather, and then they use like cork <clears throat> for the inner sole. And then they use a percentage, I can't remember what it was, of recycled rubber for the soles. Cool. So, yeah. That is so cool. Yeah, when you um, showed me their website, I was like, oh, I cannot go on that website right now. I will spend all of my money. <laughs> yeah, no. it's Yeah, it's very good. And, like, reasonably priced. Yeah. Like, for good quality shoes. For good quality, sustainable, and ethical shoes. Yeah, because you can get, like, way out there with those sort of things. Real climbing quick, real quick. Yeah. So this is my recent record for the week. Nice one. Should we talk about burnout? Burnout. Cool. Which I thought you meant burning when you first um, said the idea to me the other day. And I was like, sure, let's do burning. Let's talk about fires. <laughs> no, burnout. Burnout. Have, have you searched the hashtag burnout on Instagram? Yes. <laughs> Oh, I just read it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so when you search the hashtag burnout, you get all these boy racers doing like burnouts in their cars. And if you search it like burnout, just straight burnout on YouTube, you get the same thing. <laughs> I was like, mm, you're not what I meant. <laughs> it's normally how I get like really good information on the yeah. topic, but that hashtag was not the right one. <laughs> Heavy boy racer um, presence on Instagram. <laughs> I know. Who knew? I thought Instagram was only for like people with periods. So <laughs> that's all I use it for. Yeah. And inspiration. Insta inspo, jeez. Yeah. Oh, I'm so pleased you did that as well. <laughs> I was like, where am I going to start with burnout? Let's find the hashtag. Yeah. And I was like, no, this is not where we can start. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so we've done a similar situation as we've done a few times now where we've chosen a topic that we want to talk about and we've gone away and done research and come back. So, um, obviously do your own research, <laughs> but it's a starting point. Yeah. And, um, listen to Rachel, not me as no. usual, cause I, my research was terrible. I don't even have references. Right. But I do have the, um, Definition? Definition, which I read out last time, which we did when we did the petrol list. Yes. Which was our list of things we do when we're burning out. Yeah. 
need a top up. Oh, big question. Mm. Okay, if you've burnt out, like you're you've you're you're burnt out, right? Is it burnt out or is it burned out? I have no idea. Or do you use them in do you use burnt or burned depending on the sentence? It could be depending on the sentence. They were burnt out. They were burned out. Hmm. <clears throat> I don't know because yeah. English. Yeah, English. Yeah, okay, cool. Sweet. So, um... We will vary between the two. <laughs> yeah. Should I do the yeah. this, and then we go on to yeah. whatever us... you've got in your book, because I have nothing. Okay, okay. Cool. So, um, this is the definition that I read out at the last episode, which was in our first season. Yeah. When we weren't even sitting opposite each other, we're sitting next to each other on a coffee table. We have come a long way. What? We've even got... Two microphones. We haven't even acknowledged that we've like basically been better turned one. Oh my gosh! You're right! Guys, basically better turned one. In August. We're we're fully fledged. Yeah. How many episodes? Like forty? I have no idea. Doing living life. <laughs> it's living life. Okay, sorry. Anyway, burnout <laughs> is a syndrome. Conceptualized as resulting from chronic workplace stress that has not been successfully managed. It is characterized by three dimensions. Yep, just checking I can read. Uh, feeling of, one, feeling of energy depletion or exhaustion. Two, increased mental distance from one's job or feelings of negativism or cynicism related to one's job. And three, reduced professional efficacy Burnout refers to specifically, oh sorry, burnout refers specifically to phenomena in the occupational context and should not be applied to describe experiences in other areas of life. So it's only about jobs. That's so interesting. Because you were like to me, oh, so you've only done it about jobs. I'm like, yeah, that's what I was only relating to. Well, that's really interesting because obviously, obviously your job is going to be a large part of what contributes to burnout but also there's so many different things going on in your life that can contribute to it it's Mm. not just the work it's the having to do the dishes having to look after kids if you've got kids having to do the shopping Mm. having to run the household like it's all the other factors life admin yeah Mm. yeah um, just to finish that off, this is from the 2018 ICD-11 International Classification of Diseases. So it's not a disease, it's a syndrome, but it's in there now. And it's... Yes. Uh, because it's so prevalent. Yeah. I love the word prevalent. No idea what it means. Brilliant word. Well, I know what it means, but... You Can't know what it means. Yeah. Yeah. Good word. <laughs> um, that is so interesting. Uh... Yeah, so basically all I got was this um, situation where I read someone's blog (laughs) and they referenced The Truth About Burnout, which was a book that they had read and it basically says that burnout comes from an imbalance between employees and their work and they named six imbalances and you could have one or all of those or some of them or one of them and, and if it happens like seriously enough, Burnout. Okay. Do you want me to do that or do you have something? Yeah. Okay. So uh, the first one's lack of control. So you don't have a lot of say about what's going on in your work and it's undermined or restricted. Like your control's undermined or it's restricted. 
So that's one imbalance. Second imbalance is um, your values conflict. So the disconnect, there's a disconnection between your core values and the values of the mm-hmm. job or the organization you're working for. Uh, three, there's insufficient reward. So you're undercompensated, underappreciated, and taken for granted. Could, could be something. Four, the fourth one is work overload. You have too much, too urgent, too complicated. Uh, the fifth one is unfairness. You're treated poorly. There's favorites. Assignments are given and promotions are given behind closed doors. Nothing's transparent. transparent. Good word again. Uh, and the sixth one. Did I get up to six? I think so. Uh, is a breakdown of community. Your colleagues patronize, patronize you or others. There's no one um, to talk to about the conflicts and feedback is non-existent. You only need one to put you on the path to burnout. Wow. Hmm. <laughs> interesting. Yes. Interesting. interesting. And I was like, well, I, I feel like I, I, like I did look at a lot of other stuff that really resonated with me because I could see, like, I could be like, yes, I do have that imbalance in my work, and yeah. that could be why I burned out. Yeah. All burned out. Yeah. Who knew? Who knows? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That's really good. Okay. Well, I got some information from Dr. Libby. Oh, she's lovely, isn't she? Oh, she's wonderful. <laughs> she's got this book that I haven't read that I want to. It's Ooh. called Rushing Woman's Syndrome. Oh, yes. I think I've heard, read some, like, stuff, reviews yes. and stuff on that. Yeah. Yeah. It, um, it sounds really good. Add it to the list. <laughs> um, but she talks about how burnout is often related to when your endocrine system glands are not being able to produce the hormones that you need to have energy mm. and how it's like more than just being tired it's it's well beyond that yeah. and it's because you've been in this state of living in this state of fight or flight for so long that your your cortisol has just been pumping out and pumping out and then it's like no we can't do this anymore and then you end up being burnt out (laughs) yeah or burned out or burned out no i think it's burnt out and that sounds better yeah (laughs) i use burnt out all the time it sounds way better than burned out yeah i agree let's go with that one (laughs) i burned out (laughs) sounds slightly off (laughs) anyway yes yes Mm. yes okay cool but okay right so depression hmm where does that come into play? I don't know. Right. That's a great question. Because because mm. one of the... Um, another place I got some information from was a lady called Jules Galloway. And she's a naturopath in Australia. Um, and she was talking about how... Burnout... Okay. Burnout arises from being under stress for a large amount of time right. and then it becomes too much and then you issue with the cortisol and all of that happens but it there's different stages of it mm. so one of the last stages mm. of burnout is where depression and anxiety comes mm. in is there five stages in her thing uh no oh. no they weren't she didn't split them up into like into the stages different stages but she said obviously the first 
first ones are like when you're starting to have those like uh, niggles like constantly getting sick taking longer to recover from colds or anything like that or from like training and stuff like that then it progresses like headaches and things like that then it gets um worse like more and more it's like more and more symptoms popping up as mm-hmm. your body's trying to like get this message to you like you need to chill out yeah and then the last bit is like depression yeah yeah, I read that as well. There was, like, stages, and they sort of started from, like, your first, where, where you just, like, you got a new job, you're feeling optimistic, you're living your life, you're, like, smashing it, it's all good, you're happy with life. That's, like, the honeymoon stage in yes. where you sort of need to be, you need to be implementing at that point uh, measures to ensure that you don't burn out. Yeah. So you stay in that honeymoon phase, and then... From there, there's, like, uh, yeah, you, you slowly build until the point where you're, like, what did it, they call it? Habitual burnout, and it's basically anxiety and depression and mm. stuff. Mm. Interesting. Very interesting. Very interesting. Okay, so, symptoms and signs of burnout? Hit me with them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, physical and emotional exhaustion. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> right, just, just ticking off a list here. <laughs> <laughs> Bear with me, guys. Uh, feeling overwhelmed and cynical, frustrated and unfulfilled, feeling depleted, lack of accomplishment, difficulty concentrating, poor sleep, anxiety and depression, low libido, also, uh, I guess, like, niggles and aches in the body. Mm-hmm. I put down specifically period pain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you um uh there was a there was a there was a comment there. Sorry, carry on. That's them. Oh. <laughs> G- give me give me give me give me a look. Where am I looking? Oh yeah, cynical. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. Cynical comes up like a lot when you ca- when you like look at it, and I guess it yes. comes into the whole definition of it is the cynicism of uh, negativity towards your job and stuff like that, and just yeah. like yeah. Yeah, 100%. I think it's, I, I don't know, I don't know, this is me analysing myself, but I do it. I think it's when <laughs> you get to a point and you know what's causing, causing <laughs> you know what's caused your, your body to burn out and you know why these things are happening, you know what the cause is, mm-hmm. but you, you're there. <laughs> and so you get really cynical about everything to do with right the job. So you're already at you've you've discovered the situation and you're like fuck this shit for putting me here. Yeah, sorry, yeah, very aggressive. But, but then also you get to that stage before you even recognise that you are burnt out. Yeah, so. goes hand in hand. Yeah, I see. Yeah, the cynicism mm. is yeah, you know. but sometimes, well, I don't know. Have I always been a cynical person or is this new? I don't know. I don't know either. New for the last like two years. Hmm, funny that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know my personality, so here we go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Who am I? Who am I? <laughs> what is my purpose? Just just an ongoing. <laughs> someone tell me. Ongoing dilemma. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm, okay, so these are all the symptoms. Like, so you feel signs. you've hit a lot of those on the on the head. Oh yeah, hundred percent. All feel of like, them, would you say? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like without without a doubt, all of them. I yeah, 
all of them. I, yeah. <laughs> just all of them. Just all of them. <laughs> and, like, for such a long period of time as yeah, well. Like, yeah. And, yeah. Such a long period of time. I'm trying so hard to implement all these other things outside of work. And I've yeah. even put things in place at work yeah. to try and, like, get back up there. But it's bloody hard work. Yeah. It's hard work. And it's kind of like a roll. I feel like I've been on a roller coaster, like, where I feel like I'm kind of, like, getting back to how I was. And then, oh, no, not even close. Like, mm. Let's start this again. Yeah. It's, it's, sorry. Oh, I was just going to say, and then, like, I'm putting all these practices into place that it starts to feel overwhelming because mm. I'm like, oh, I've got to tick these things off to make me feel better. But then it's another thing at the and end of the day that I've got to do. Burned out from your... To-do list. To-do list. Yeah. From your coping mechanisms. Exactly. So then they drop off and then, yeah. Um, it's gone. Sorry, oh, I God, interrupted I'm having you. one of those nights. Um... No, you, I interrupted you to say whatever I was going to say, and now I can't remember what I was going to say, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's Friday. <laughs> it truly is. Uh, yeah, okay, cool. So, like, um, oh, do you think that certain, certain um, personality types hit burnout more than others, or do you reckon it's, like, it's just, like, totally situational based on the, like, like, as those, um, the Truth About Burnout ones say, it's, like, basically a situation you're in where you're in a workplace where there's an imbalance between mm. whatever. Mm. Um, I mean, from your experience. From my experience. So... Do you think you were, if you had a different personality type, you may have been able to cope with it better or, well, or you wouldn't have burnt out as quickly or... Maybe, maybe I would have been able to cope with it better, but I've also witnessed people that, like, don't have the same, like, mm. perfectionist, freaking Type A sort of. Type A personality suffer from burnout as well. Yeah. And that's, that goes back to what you said earlier in that definition, how, like, if the workplace isn't meeting your core values, mm. like... It's, it's it's a pillar like yeah. like how yeah that one hit me hard eh? I yeah. was like yeah that's like an interview question you need to work out what your core values yeah. are so that when you go into an interview for a new job you are making sure you're going into a workplace where your core values are being met aligned a hundred percent yeah John has done a lot of work on like with people this year on identifying core values and identifying areas where they haven't been met in the past right which has been really really interesting and really valuable yeah like very valuable so through him I've been able to do that as well nice so you um, reckon you've got your core values now yeah yeah That's definitely cool. do and it's also hard because how do you I don't know. How do you find that place that meets them all while also finding a job that, A, you can do, <laughs> and B, that like you enjoy as well? But maybe if it's something that you can't quite do, but it meets all your values, then you can get there. I don't know. Yeah, while having supportive management and like transparent yes. workplace relationships yes. and uh, like a team environment and... You know, all the other things that you need all from All the things that are missing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Oh, do you think it's a certain personality type? I don't know, because I'm type A as well, and yeah. I feel like it just, like... Can't compare. I always 
push myself into this point. Mm. Like my, like, always has been uh, one of my, like, I don't know what the word is. Ways I would describe myself as hardworking. Mm. Like, and I've not been, and I'm like proud of that. Like I like to say I'm hardworking. I like to live up to that, um, that value. Mm. (laughs) Uh, But is it to my own detriment? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that's where it gets tricky, eh? Because then, because I like to think of myself as hardworking, reliable, you know, all the things you want to, like, you big yourself up on in in your CV. Yeah. Um, And, like, what's the word? Uh, Truthful, so that I have to be those things because that's what I'm putting on my CV. Uh, And then, because I feel I should be those ways, and that's how I feel that's part of my personality and how I how I am as a person when I'm not aligning with those values in myself in my work, uh, that causes a whole nother set of anxieties. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that causes like physical pain. Yeah. Further like guilt and like mm. burnout because I'm already like at the stage where I can't like you're, you're, you're so fatigued from, I don't know, from the situation that you turn into a distracted marshmallow Mm. and you can't get your work. Well, you know the quality of your work could be better, but you can't get it there because you're currently burnt out. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You can't operate at that high level and you can't operate at that high level sustainably. Yeah. Yeah. Because there is an imbalance in your workplace. Exactly. Oh my God. Sorry, that's the only bit I wrote down and it's the only thing that's resonated with me, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, no, it's so true. It's so true. Um, the other thing that uh, an article that Dr. Libby wrote ta- mentioned is that women are more susceptible to burnout. Ooh. Because they tend to take on... Well, no, that's not... It's the patriarchy's fault! I knew it! Well, that's so funny because in something else I read, they're like, no, it's not the patriarchy. Ah, we need to stop. We need to stop feeding ourselves the story that we can please everyone, we can mm. do everything, and then stop getting frustrated when actually we can't do everything. Like, we need to recognise that we can't do it to begin with. Yeah, but I, I would say that the societal structures in the, exactly. in the world are geared towards men and men living their life in a certain way and women living their lives in a certain way. I 100% agree. I did not agree with this article. (laughs) They're wrong. (laughs) Because why do we feel this way? It's because it's been... Yeah. It's been taught to us. Yeah, exactly. For years and years and years. Mm. Yeah, totally. Okay, so yeah. The male just has to go to work, come home, whatever. Mm Mm-hmm. Female has to go to work, look after the kids, run the household, all of that jazz, not complain, yeah. get shit done, and they can't be burnt out. Yeah, yeah. Cause we, can't, we, can't, we can't keep blaming other people. <sighs> I know. I, I feel like, um, like, hopefully, I don't know, there's definitely, like, it's still there, it's still ingrained in a lot of of society structure and things like that and like and it's just it's just oh sometimes patriarchy is just a really sad situation but um there is a shift yeah there is slowly like surely you can see it in some situations where like yeah what book was i reading fair play by no idea um it's about 
the amount of labor women have to do when they are um, running a household and family and working and doing all that sort of stuff or if they're just running a household the amount of labor they do compared to like men and stuff like that yeah um, yeah males and relationships yeah yeah it's very interesting it is it is and yeah sorry distraction from burnout <laughs> no yeah feminism <laughs> next episode <laughs> Um, okay, so what do you have any tips of how to support yourself or how to overcome? Absolutely none. Yeah. What about you? Well, I've got some from the internet. Yes, internet to the rescue. Help, help us. Internet. Help us. Um, so the main thing that kind of came through was just looking after yourself, like self-care, taking that time to look after yourself, whatever that looks, whatever that looks like, slowing down, doing gentle exercise, like um, gentle, no, mindful stuff, like yoga and meditating stuff. and stuff like that. Um, uh, um, uh, uh, yeah. And breathing, diaphragmatic breathing oh yeah dr libby she she tells you about that um in the invisible in every book yeah every book of hers i've read (laughs) (laughs) she's onto it yeah because it has the ability to lower the harmful effects of cortisol on your body boom um i had a comment oh my god i'm sorry i feel like i'm in my luteal phase with how forgetful i am but i'm springing um it's friday it's Friday. A week. A week. Mm. Yeah, carry on. Mm. Keep telling me what I need to do. Okay. Uh, <laughs> get outside. Make sure you're getting that vitamin D. Oh, the vitamin D. Okay, so get that vitamin D. Sounds like a euphemism for something. Get that dick. Yeah, yeah. and I love saying it. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I, like, come in from outside and I go, to pee. I got the D. <laughs> like, it's... Probably sit in a house on the daily. <laughs> and it's like, only because you say it like that. <laughs> it's so great. It's such a fun little play on 20 words. minutes of D every day. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> sunlight, people. Sunlight. You're like, 20 minutes is too long. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's a lot of D. (laughs) Oh, no. Guys, we apologise for this episode. (laughs) It's a bit of a mess, really. Mm. Uh, Sorry. Um, Okay. Okay. Say no to anything (laughs) that drains you. Okay. Setting boundaries. Setting boundaries. Working out what's your priority, what is important to you. Do you know, it comes back to, you know, your personal policy stuff that you do with the... um, It does. The life-changing magic of not giving a fuck. Yes. Mm. And the personal policy situation where you're like, I have a personal policy against sports. Yeah. Goodbye. Or sports chat, sorry. Not wasting my energy I don't mind sports, but (laughs) I don't need to chat about them. Nah, waste of everyone's time. (laughs) She says that married to a very sporty fellow. <laughs> yeah, but we don't talk about it. <laughs> um. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Fellow. Okay, carry on. Yeah, that's a great word. Yeah. I yeah. appreciated that. Yeah. 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 I can't. Okay. Can't pull myself together to be honest. Okay. Okay. I've got one more thing that I want to say about burnout. Okay. Tell me. And I blame the bloody 40 hour work week. Oh, yes. I think it is bullshit. <clears throat> what, who, where was it that, um, what, who, where? Finland. Uh, Finland. They had like a four day work week. And six hour days. Yeah. They know what's up. <laughs> they know that there's more <laughs> they life than work life. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, re- I'm, li- I'm listening to an audiobook at the moment. It's like a... It's like a just a random one I um, got from the library. And it is... That's my recent reco, by the way. Libraries. Legit. Okay. Get on there. And they have, like, apps now. And you can get audiobooks and whatnot. And it's just super... I've... Easy. I've lined up to listen to Sarah Wilson's new book <gasps> on the audiobook thing. Oh, I want that. Book. I want the physical book because it's so pretty and like so it would just pretty. be good to like have as a go back to because I'm sure it's very insightful. Yes. Um, but cool. I've lined up to listen to it as well because I thought maybe listening to it would be fun exercise. Yeah. Yes. Uh, where was I going with it? Finland. Six hour work, uh, six hour days, four hour, four day work. Yes, and there being more to life yes. than work. Yes. Yes. So much more. And where I was going with it was, this book is basically about this couple, they've been together for 10 years, and they find out that they're very, very healthy, and with the way the world's going, they're probably going to live to like 100, so that means they're going to be married for like 68 more years, and... Um, they're both like spiraling about it like fuck we didn't expect to be married for that long and I'm like how long did you expect to be married for I've only read the first three chapters really (laughs) this is hilarious (laughs) yeah Um, it's definitely chiclet but uh, where I was going with was it's sort of like thinking about um, living that long you've got lots of life but you also got to like live it rather than work in it yeah (laughs) Because I feel like there's almost this, like, rush. Okay, got to get through school. Okay, got to get through uni. Okay, got to get through work until we can retire. <laughs> yeah. And then you die. <laughs> and then you die. Like, what's the point? I don't know. Stop working 40 hours a week. Get the D. Get the D <laughs> on the daily. <laughs> and don't work 40 hours a week. <sighs> That's my thoughts on the situation. Yeah, I agree. It's just difficult. It is difficult because that's the way the world works. I know. The world sucks sometimes. And it's linear and it's not like allowing the night owls to live their lives or the morning people to live their lives. And it's not in cycle, sync with our cycles. No. Like life should be in sync with our menstruator cycles. The world would be a better place. Yeah. Yeah. Having that flexibility to be able to work more hours when you are in your spring Mm. and summer of your cycle and tone it down when you're in your autumn and winter imagine how well that would protect you and support you and how well you'd live your life ending up with burnout yeah imagine if there was like a machine okay we're really going off topic here imagine if there was a machine that you worked and walked into every day at work and it was like you are in your summer you have to work 10 hours today and then you walk in and you went to like you're in your winter go home yes (laughs) (laughs) 
what are you doing here? Exactly. I would, uh, and then I would trick the machine so that I would walk in and it would always be in my winter until yeah. I go home. Yeah. And then the people who check the books would be like, because there's people who check the books, <laughs> the people who would check the books would be like, uh, this person hasn't worked a single day, but we're paying him for The other thing, sorry. But you can't blame a winter because I'm in it. You can't. You can't do anything about it. It could be a year-long winter. You don't know. Exactly. The people checking the books don't know. Yeah. They're not... (laughs) No. Go. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I'm really on a rampage about the 40-hour weeks. Sorry, guys. (laughs) But the other thing that really pisses me off is that... Gets you goat. Gets me goat. Is you can't afford... To not work mm. a 40-hour week. That is the issue. Living is expensive. Yeah. And you really need two incomes. Yeah. 40 hours a week to be able to just live. Like, I feel like I don't do anything fancy. What do you mean with your life? Yeah. <laughs> and you need the you need the dollars. Need the dollars <laughs> to live. Well, well yeah. I guess I could always pay it back. You can always pay it back. You always live to your means. But also... 40 hour week as we were at. <laughs> she looks so despondent. Oh, <laughs> Oh, dear. Yeah. Anyway, that's my end of my rant. I agree. So what I'm going to do is uh, quit my job and walk the length of New- the South Island for three months and find myself to try <laughs> and sort it out. It sounds like a good plan. Oh, dear. Really good plan. That's the only thing I could think to do. Yeah. Well, it's solid. <laughs> <laughs> I endorse that activity. I... <laughs> I feel like we should wrap it up. We're just rambling now. Yes. I'm talking about machines that Reggie <laughs> cycle and people who check the books. Let's go. Guys, we tried to talk to you about burnout. <laughs> We got sidetracked along the way. Thank you for your time. If you made it to this end of the episode. Yeah, you deserve a medal. We love you. Uh, we will talk to you next week. Hopefully <laughs> in a more concise manner. Unlikely. Okay. Bye. Later. Basically. Being. Better. Basically. Every day. Being. Every day. Better. That's what's on the floor. A piece of poos. <laughs> <laughs> it's not helpful. <laughs> so it's not. What's it meant to be doing? Pop. It's a pop filter. Popping. Pop. 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 It's a poo filter. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! I got very un ungood visuals. I got like a sore sign already. Oh no. <laughs> okay, that's a good sign.